Sorry for your loss, and welcome to another episode of the Godfather <laughs> Minute. Oh, it's all right. Take it easy there, Andrew Robinson. I, I'm just so broken up, Alex. Take it easy. Take it easy. Uh, yes, this is a Godfather Minute, and we're talking about uh, Minute 154 of the Godfather. Alex, repeat after me. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Cento. Cento. Cinquanta. Cinquanta quattro. Cinquanta quattro. You got it. All right. 154. That means 154 in uh, Italian or Sicilian? Uh, Italian. Okay. I don't know how to say it in Sicilian. Um, in minute 154, it's pretty straightforward. Funeral bells ring out as family and business acquaintances gather for the burial of Don Corleone. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, sad day, Alex. It is a sad day. But he's in a better place. Do you remember what his quiz, pop quiz, do you remember what his last words were? <laughs> That's pop talking. <laughs> what his last words were? I'm giving you a pop quiz. <laughs> his last words were, you spill it. <laughs> no, come on. I don't remember what were his last words. Uh, no, from the book I'm talking Oh, from the book. Um, he said, always, Michael, I want you to remember, always have your friends estimate your kindness. No. What is it? I That's what he wanted his last words to be. What were they? No, his last words were, Dude, I spent time with my family. He's trying to prove. He's trying to he's talking, demonstrate that he he, li- he walked the walk. He's trying to convince himself that he's not going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> now, I remember in the book, Puzo wrote that he said, life, life is beautiful. Oh, right. Those were his last mm-hmm. words. <laughs> That's yeah. right. For uh, Did you ever see that movie, Life is Beautiful? No. I never did either. Oh. It was very big for its time. Yeah, I remember it was. It was big. It's um, concentration camps, isn't it? Yes. Mm. Ah, so it's busted. You did see it. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we learn from the uh, grave that we see mm-hmm. that um, he died on July 29th, nineteen fifty-three. Did you give a summary yet? Nineteen fifty-five. Yeah. Funeral bells ring out. The family gathers. That's it. Just uh, yeah, pretty much. Just pretty much everyone set up for the funeral. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so 1953. Sorry, 1955. Mm. And of course, there's the infamous changed uh, address on his tombstone. Mm -hmm. And the tombstone Mm -hmm. says April 28th, 1887. Yeah, but Pop's birthday. As the uh, as Emperor Hirohito was aware, (laughs) December seventh, December seventh, 1901. Is, is is the uh, in GF two is his uh, birthday? So, so I Sonny, you either have to change Pearl Harbor Day or change the date on the <laughs> mausoleum. Maybe not now, but four years from now. <laughs> Why do they change the year? I wonder. And uh, maybe he was. I that's a good question because he never lies about his age. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's uh, Ivan Roth. Oh, maybe Hyman maybe that's Roth. why he said it because he knew that Don Corleone always lied about his age. So that was a way of like sticking it to uh. Michael. Like, unlike <laughs> some people, I never lie about my age, <laughs> yeah. and I never have too much cake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Don Corleone always a bigger piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> so, That'd be great. That's oh, that's a, a signal. That's Roth's signal to 
to Tessio, the traitor and the upcoming traitor in the family. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you see that the birth date has been changed, you know that you need to go through with the meeting. <laughs> wow, that's a real, uh, that's a, a very um, it's an expensive. You have to change the tombstone and everything. They got, we got marble workers on the payroll. Oh, that's true. Yeah, there's a lot of Italian craftsmen doing that. Yeah. But they had uh, Frank Pantangeli's brother when he came over. I bet they had him do some like, <laughs> yeah. chiseling and stuff. The Rosado brothers. That's why <laughs> Frank Pantangeli can't stand them because he keeps they keep going around changing all the dates on his ancestors' <laughs> mausoleums. And they saved the engraving for last. <laughs> yeah. According to the stones, they made my youngest brother the last. No, they made my oldest brother the last. <laughs> So this is an odd minute, Alex. Yeah, it's well, it's very somber. And uh, it, for the listeners that haven't haven't viewed this minute, it's it's quite a parade of of hearses and old, I guess, black Cadillacs that come yeah. streaming in. It's like, it's like a, I guess, it's the procession that come into the cemetery, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. Well, Coppola, setting. Coppola specifically said he wanted this to be a big, elaborate thing as a counterpoint to the opening wedding. Like this mm. was sort of the anti-wedding, the yeah. kind of sad family thing. So, mm. uh, and I guess it's a testament to. Um, I wonder if the senators and the judges made it, or did they stay away? Mm, the book doesn't say that. Hmm. Yeah, and the book, the book, the book is Puzo is silent on that. Yeah. You know, that's what Puzo means in Italian, silent. I thought it meant jaws. I thought it meant heart <laughs> and well. Um, so <laughs> It's an awesome, cool-looking procession. Did you notice that all of the chauffeurs, they're synchronized, they get out at the same time, and they open the doors for oh, the totally, guests? Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Like a musical number. Exactly. I think for, we'll talk about it in the bonus content, but this scene in the musical has to be, it has to be synchronized chauffeurs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there was also another nice little parallel to the wedding where uh, when they're pulling into the cemetery, all the cars are going by. There's like someone out there taking pictures of them. Mm-hmm. So I thought that mm-hmm. was kind of a nice like echo of that other scene where they're yeah. where they're um, taking their pictures. Yeah, the those are FBI, uh, I don't respect nothing. Those are reporters and FBI agents. Alex mm. Puzo writes about that. So oh, because that's the uh, the the camera guys. When Sonny broke the camera, that mm-hmm. was. That was newspaper guys, not the yeah, FBI. Correct. Right? I think. The FBI was just writing down um, yeah. addresses and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, not mm-hmm. addresses, license plate numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, we have, seen, I'm sure you did research about this cemetery, about the location. Talk to us. Well, the according to the annotated Godfather, the complete screenplay, uh, the funeral shot at Calvary Cemetery in Queens. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used 20 limos, 150 extras, and $10,000 worth of flowers. Wow. So, uh, wow. That's a lot of flowers. That's a lot of, a lot of money especially, in them flowers. Especially back then. Yeah. yeah. And you think, you'd think uh, Buena Sera would have given them like a friends and family discount. Uh, maybe that was the discount. Do you think maybe, they, maybe now that Don is dead, he's I'm no longer under the thumb of my quote friend, <laughs> my, my my little friend. Um, do you do you think they went with the? Do we see Bonasera? I don't remember. We don't see him in this mm, in this minute, but I don't remember no. if we see him at the. I feel like we have to see him at the funeral. Gosh, I don't. Mm, I don't know. I don't think I've only watched this minute. I haven't watched ahead to see other guests at the funeral. Or do you think because this is now well, a he's couple the of undertaker. years? He may not be corpse valet. 
Yeah, of course, fella. He may not be a guest. But I mean, you think he'd be there like as in the business, like he'd be there directing the grave diggers yeah. and, you know, being the stage manager. That's the whole true, thing. yeah. But um, so it's been like five years since Sonny died or something mm-hmm. like that. Even yeah. more than that. No, no, about, let's say about five years. Yeah, about five years. So I wonder if he maintained, would you think he was satisfied with Bonacera's work and that's why and they used him again? Or do you think they drifted apart once once Bonacera paid his debt and and worked his magic on Sonny? Was that it? Were they done? Well, book spoiler alert, Alex. Oh, wait. That, uh, the book is the same as the movie? No, the book is different, different than, than the, the movie. movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. But Bona Sarah is the one who prepares Don Corleone's body. Ooh, yeah. And so, later on this minute, I'll I'll read from the book about that. Uh, so he um, were they the family's funeral director before Bona Sarah? Before um, the the he asked him for the favor. Mm, I don't think so. Well, the 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 well, maybe they were friends. Mama is the godmother to their daughter. Yeah, so they yeah. must have had some relationship. Yeah, prior to this. yeah, probably. So yeah, they probably buried like Jenko uh, and yeah. You would think a great a funeral director would want to get hooked up with a uh, crime boss because that's like a natural <laughs> flow of of business. Business is good, Alex. He could have had Paulie. He could have had uh, Paulie. You won't see his corpse no more. I know that's because Bonasera does a that, great job. He's very discreet. Well, no, that's why Bonasera doesn't want the the Godfather's business, crime family business, because mm. all those bodies have to disappear. Oh, he I wants see. To yeah. show the pre- he's very yeah, prideful. He's, he's, he wants his people to see what a great job yeah. he's done. Probably messing with them. They make me hide the bodies. <laughs> Suspend the sentence. They made me go back to the compound to so bring what? back their bodies. <laughs> so what else does the uh, how else does the book uh, differ and match up with the movie? Well, there's some there's a key difference. Mm-hmm. K difference. It has to do with location. Location. Alex, loca- <laughs> location is everything. Oh, Michael. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you think is the big difference that's the hint well they're guessing he's buried in Long Island and not in Queens mm, uh, is he buried on the property he is buried on the property whoa yeah and that's where the wake is as well oh yeah so let me read from the book I guess you need a special permit for that right but I guess if you're connected oh, yeah, permits. if you have judges and oh, your 1950 poli- if, yeah, 1950 and you're the biggest crime Syndicate leader in New York City. Yeah, you need a lot of permits. <laughs> you got a whole lot of permits. <laughs> you got permit problems. You got <laughs> you got fu- you got uh, funeral parlor problems. We can make it all go away. One of your crime bosses is about to be buried in his backyard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. We've got we've got people in the Paul Bears Union <laughs> ready to do what's necessary. Puzo writes, page four oh seven. The funeral was royal. The five families sent their dons and capo regimes, as did the Tessu and Clemenza families. Johnny Fontaine made the tabloid headlines by attending the funeral, despite the advice of Michael not to appear. You do see, you do see Johnny in yeah. the what's, uh, in the scene. So, yeah. Why do you think Mikey didn't want him to appear? 
Probably because oh, be- that would count as one of his contract <laughs> events. <laughs> Johnny came and brought like five of his Hollywood friends with him. And they're oh, like, this counts. Yeah. counts. <laughs> hey, fellows, if you come to this funeral, yeah. it'll be great food and it'll count as part of your contract. Uh, I don't know. Maybe because it could be because he thought it would bring unwanted media. Obviously, it brought media yeah. attention to yeah. it. Uh, mm-hmm. Or maybe because he wants to separate the keep Johnny like like he wants to distance Johnny from the crime side of things. Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, but you would think Michael as the new Don would want Johnny Fontaine to spend more time with his family, with because that his was one family. Of the, that was one of the core values of Don Vito Corleone. Wait, so he so Michael would want Johnny to spend more time with Johnny's family or with Vito's? Not family? the whole f- either, but both. They're all his family. Okay. Because if he stayed home, then he could spend time with his family at home. <laughs> That's what I thought you meant. That's why he was, uh, yeah, his his. Uh, I free, he didn't wind up with Lucy. Oh, right, Lucy wind up marrying the doctor, the vagina doctor. Uh, yeah, but that's yeah, connected with Johnny Fontaine was part of that weird. That's right. Circle. And Lucy is here at the wedding. Is she really uh, at the wedding at the funeral? Yep. According to the book, or you see her in the according movie? to the book. Oh wow. Do you think? Uh, oh, I was just saying. Do you think her and Sonny? You know. Because now, by now, Vincent must be born. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Is um, Vincent at the wedding? Hold on. Uh, well, Sonny's been dead for five yeah, years. He must be right. at least. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unless she has like a like a some donations in her refrigerator. Yeah. I wonder if that's just in the movie and it wasn't in the book. I'll have to go back and check that. Puzo writes. Well, the book doesn't mention anything about her having Sonny's kid, right? No. You think that would have come up? So. No. No. So I think that was that yeah. was an innovation. Yeah, yeah. And it was a great one. Puzo writes, Fontaine gave a statement to the newspapers that Vito Corleone was his godfather and the finest man he had ever known and that he was honored to be permitted to pay his last respects to such a man and didn't give a damn who knew it. Mm. So Johnny, uh, Johnny disobeying the new Don. Of the characters we've seen, who else, or, or that we're going to see, who else do you think is at the funeral? Like, obviously, the five families. Do you think, um, like, is Hyman Roth at the funeral? Oh, boy. No, I don't think so. Are crime bosses from as far away as St. Louis there? Kansas City? Uh, the Cal- Puzo writes that the California crime bosses are there. Well, the, uh, the, well they have a special relationship with the Molinari family. Yeah. They're protecting yeah. Fredo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I don't know. I, yeah, I'm guessing the ones in particular that I had a close relationship with. Is um, is uh, Enzo the baker there? Enzo is there. Enzo is... Nazarene um, is there with his wife. So, uh, wait, Enzo is the um, is the son. Is the baker. Enzo the baker. But is Enzo's father-in-law there? His father-in-law. <laughs> yes. Nazarene. That's Nazarene. Nazarene, yes. there you go. Nazarene is there with his wife. Is, um, so do you don't think that the Bonacera family is there? Um, uh, you know what? There's a little section here. And the, the mama is the godmother to their only, to their daughter. It would be funny if they had like some... They had like some like woman, woman wearing like a neck there. brace and she was all like beat up. <laughs> like she's still wearing all, she still has all the. Uh, all oh my stuff. gosh. Yeah, you would think that Bonacera would be able to do work on his own daughter to get her looking better after she was all beat up. Legally, he cannot work oh, on living people. Unless she's dead. It's a union, union problem. <laughs> unless she's dead, you mean? Yeah, that's the. Uh, <laughs> that's the cruel irony. 
<laughs> or, or or she's like, Papa, you you use all Papa. this use all this funeral makeup on my face, all waxy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Papa, she just be laying down. <laughs> she goes on dates in caskets and caskets. <laughs> I'm Morticia Adams. Or <laughs> all right, Puto writes: the wake was held in the house of the mall, in the, the biggest old- house of the mall. Yeah, so it's at the compound. Mm-hmm. In the old-fashioned style, Amerigo Bonacera had never done finer work, had mm. discharged all obligations by preparing his old friend and godfather as lovingly as a mother prepares a bride for her wedding. Hmm. So Puzo right, he had discharged all obligations. Mm-hmm. Does that, what does that mean? Does that mean he's done? Like, this is it? I think so. This is the last... He's he's officially he's going he's to officially do. he's he's out of the business. Oh, okay. You would think that he'd put a clown nose on him if this was the last one because he's untouchable after this, right? Well, I assume he still wants other business from other people. Oh, and if he put a clown nose on Don Vito Corleone and <laughs> Groucho, mustache. yeah, that might people might see that as a sign of disrespect. Oh. <laughs> you might you might appeal to a certain clientele, like more lighthearted. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you want a more. Uh, <laughs> Starts doing circus funerals <laughs> for all those trapeze artists that fall. <laughs> Puzo writes. Nobody in that white makeup. <laughs> so this is about bonus era. Everyone commented on how not even death itself had been able to erase the nobility and the dignity of the great Don's countenance. And such remarks made Amerigo Bonacera fill with knowing pride, mm. a curious sense of power. Only he knew what a terrible massacre death had perpetuated had perpetrated on the Don's appearance. Sheesh. It's kind of, I never really thought about how a funeral, I don't know, or a mortician, not a funeral director. Right. How the mortician has this really power. It's the last person who will the last in, interact the, with the that, yeah, that, the, with that look, the, the, the true deathly figure, right? Yeah, you, you get to present the way the person will last be seen. Yeah. Even with a closed casket, you're still presenting like a, you know, the symbol of them or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Power. Yeah. Power. (laughs) Do you think Bonus Era was like, I know, I always wanted to be the one shoveling the dirt. You know what I mean? Like, like, because he's like the, because ultimately now the Don is his Bonus Era's puppet because Bonus Era can do whatever he wants with him. So really Bonus Era is the one pulling the strings. He's the one pulling the strings. Mikey, I thought you could be a mortician corpse valet someday. Governor Corleone, Senator Corleone, corpse valet, Corleone. Um, (laughs) That's great. What else you got? In the All book? the old friends and servitors came. Nazarene, his wife, his daughter, and her husband and their children. Lucy Mancini. They don't mention Enzo. It was like the red carpet. Uh, they don't mention Enzo. Yeah, sorry hmm. about that. I misspoke before. It's like the red carpet. Lucy hmm. Mancini came with Freddie from Las Vegas. Oh. Papa! Tom Hagen and his wife. Tom Hagen and his wife and children. The Dons from San Francisco and L.A., Boston and Cleveland. Hmm. Rocco Lampone and Albert Neri were pallbearers with Clemenza and Tessio, and of course, the Sons of the Don. Hmm. The mall and all its houses were filled with floral wreaths. So the Sons of the Don, so the pallbearers are Tessio, Clemenza, Michael, Fredo, and Al Neri yeah. and Rocco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it always six? 
I think so. Yeah. Do you think Don Corleone, like Brando, did as a gag when he came out of the hospital, put a bunch of sandbags in there? <laughs> that was his request to Buenos Aires. He's like, well, make sure you put a lot of sandbags. <laughs> and then he said, life is beautiful. <laughs> life is Pranks are beautiful. Buenos Aires, I, <laughs> I want you to do two more favors for me. <laughs> I want you to weigh me, weigh my casket down with sandbags. It'll be a great outgoing prank. And then I want you to embalm me with Sanka, the greatest decaffeinated beverage known to man. Life I'll, is beautiful. I'll have no trouble resting in peace thanks to Sanka. <laughs> Those are all dark ad. <laughs> no, you can rest in peace too. It's like, nice he leans back, like, a dra- like a Dracula, he like leans back into the casket. <laughs> I can't believe we're still talking about Sanka. Those are the first few minutes of the film, Alex. I know, it's crazy. Wow. <laughs> well, though, I guess the funeral brought back Monastero, which inevitably brings back Sanka. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Puto writes, outside the gates... Um, of hell, the Don out, waited. Outside the gates of the mall were the newspaper men and photographers and a small truck that was known to contain FBI men with their movie cameras recording this epic. Hmm. So disrespectful. Um, some newspaper men who tried to crash the funeral inside found that the gate and fence were manned with security guards who demanded identification and an invitation card. Hmm. And though they were treated with the utmost courtesy, refreshments sent out to them, they were not permitted inside. Hmm. They tried to speak with some of the people coming out, but were met with stony stares and not a syllable. Do you so, think that was um, Mikey making a conscious to make a, a conscious difference than Sonny? Because as people recall, in the beginning of the movie, Sonny smashes the newspaper men's cameras and all that stuff. But now Mikey's kind of like, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, don't, mm-hmm. don't ask, don't insist. Yeah. Kind of a kind of I a, want them left alone. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, why do you tell me to lay down on the FBI? <laughs> <laughs> or do you think it's the, the FBI agents that end up babysitting Frank Pantangeli? They're the ones inside this van. Oh. Inside the van playing hearts. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the van and then they overhear Frankie um, talking to someone. He's like, yeah, I love playing hearts. And they're oh. like, we got to turn that guy. <laughs> we need a fourth for our hearts, our, our floating hearts game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, all the FBI hears Frank Fantanzi, all the little tells he has and all of the, <laughs> not just the hearts tells but yeah. all of the, his little idiosyncrasies yeah like he hears he hears frank frankie complaining that his older brother the date was changed on the mausoleum <laughs> that's how <laughs> that's how they know immediately when his older brother is brought back from sicily <laughs> there's a problem you got a problem so speaking of the uh the the uh, gravestone there for a second mm-hmm. um I noticed it just says Corleone, Vito, and then the dates. Mm-hmm. It's not one of those things where they like Vito. <laughs> well, I assume. Do you think Mama is it? Do, I assume this is a family plot that ultimately Mama and theoretically children could very well be buried in. But there's no, you know, when you go to the sometimes you'll see a cemetery, it'll have the name of the other person, but mm-hmm. they won't have the death dates or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So that's always super creepy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> death awaits. Follow me. Well, it's de- you asked if it's a family plot. It's definitely a family pl- plot. It starts with the wedding of Connie. It goes into the, how Michael gets sucked in. Mm, you can never lose your family <laughs> plot. 
<laughs> our family. At the end of this whole thing, this whole experiment we're doing, Alan, this whole thing, I'm going to ask you in one minute, how would you describe... You're going to ask me in a minute or you're going to ask me I'm going to ask you to explain, maybe in one sentence, what the, the movie or the story The Godfather is about. At the don't, end? don't say it now. At the end. It's about... Okay. <laughs> don't do it now. It's, I want you to think about it. Right. It's a concept capsule. Just I'm don't Paramount tell me you're innocent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Puzo writes. We got some other good stuff here. What you got there? Michael Corleone spent most. So this is some background information that's not in the movie. Michael Corleone spent most of the day in the corner library. So the, again, this whole thing is on the compound. That's uh-huh. why it's different. Michael Corleone spent most of the day in the corner library room with Kay, Tom Hagen, and Freddie. People were ushered in to see him to offer their condolences. Michael received them with all courtesy, even when some of them addressed him as Godfather or Don Michael, only Kay noticing his lips tighten with displeasure. Huh. Why don't they like that? I, that's why I was going to ask you. The only thing I can think of is, is because this is still kind of like he doesn't want, he, maybe he wants to start going legit and he doesn't want, hmm. he doesn't want to be thought. He doesn't want he he doesn't want it to get out. But I mean, that. they must have they been calling him that this whole time. I mean, they have, and I guess this is private quarters, so it, it would seem okay. But and they call him Don Michael, uh, Don Michael. Yeah. Hmm. By the way, I just thought of my garbage pal kid for this episode. Mm, don't spoil it. So, I think it's interesting that they call him Don Michael, but not Don Corleone. Yeah, Don Michael. Yeah. I guess as a way, did you have to differentiate your reign from the previous reign? Yeah. So he was the original Don Corleone. So they have everyone else now has to have a different name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they should like the popes. They should take on a new name, or it should be like, uh, like Don, Don Vito Pius. the second, Don Corleone the second, oh, Don Corleone yeah. the lesser. Yeah. <laughs> or it could be they even like it's give so themselves creepy. like a title, like the like you know. Don Corleone the Great. And be yeah. Like, be like Based Michael. on something they did. Yeah. Their, or their reputation. Yeah. Like uh, like if Sonny had become the Don, he would have been Don Corleone the Terrible. Right. Exactly. Or, or well, Don Corleone the Hot Tempered. I, I don't think he was a terrible Don. I think I think Tom was a terrible consigliere. <laughs> Don. <laughs> it's always creepy when you come up, you're reading history and you come across a name uh-huh. and their, their, their official nickname. Mm-hmm. It's just weird, like like Pope whatever the, um, like the thoughtful. And the, <laughs> you just wonder, like, well, how did that person get that name? Right, PR, I imagine. Yeah. What would what would Fredo's Don name be? Be Fredo the well. <laughs> no, I guess I would say Fredo the weak. Oh, Don Fredo the weak. <laughs> mm. Oh man. Don Fredo, or maybe to overcompensate, he would be Don Fredo the respected. <laughs> Don Fredo the smart. <laughs> Not like everyone says, the smart. <laughs> oh, that's the whole thing? Yeah. The Don Fredo the smart. Not like everyone says. <laughs> Put that on your tombstone. Here we go. Puzo writes. Yes. Clemenza and Tessio came to join this inner circle, and Michael personally served them with a drink. Oh. There was some gossip of business. Michael informed them that the mall and all its houses were to be sold to a development and construction company <gasps> at an enormous profit. Aww. Still another proof of the great Don's genius. So that's different than the movie. 
Oh, yeah. Because in the movie, we know that it goes to maybe at this point they're planning on doing that. But then Frank Pantangeli comes in and buys it. Mm, maybe. Because remember, he says, yeah. oh, I'm glad it never went to strangers. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, you're so, right. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Or maybe that's how we met Frank Pantangeli. Oh, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he's not in this movie because he's not even in, in crime. Yeah, he's just, he's just like, <laughs> hey, uh, what, what would his job be? If he maybe was he to- was the realtor. <laughs> oh, he'd be a great realtor. And uh, over here we got uh, the second bathroom. <laughs> like he's just making it up as he, like he's never been in the house before. Chich, <laughs> yeah. yeah, what is this room? Uh, sunroom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he always drinks from the hose. That's how he tests the water quality. <laughs> So he's also the one who sold them the the Tahoe house. Yeah, yeah. So he was just making sure the house, the water was good at the Tahoe house. <laughs> hey, you like moving in? Do you like it? you like the neighborhood? <laughs> That's great. He says, oh, sure. The, yeah, these guys came and they said, yeah, we need 3,000 square feet. We need three bathrooms. I said, sure. <laughs> well, we really like you, uh, Frank. Do you want to come? Uh, do you want to... Uh, you want to have uh, dinner with us? I got my own family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Fra- Frankie, what's going on? The, the deal is, uh, <laughs> is stuck in proxy, in, re- in, in inspection proxy. Mikey, why do you ask me to lay down? <laughs> <laughs> He's the worst realtor. Would he be a good realtor? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think he would be a good yeah. realtor. Say, so Frankie, what did you think of my? Uh, what did you think of that mu- that music I just played? I don't like the C note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, <laughs> nice one. Thanks. <laughs> How about when a, a new client comes into uh, Frankie's office and he goes, "Who are you?" Say hello to Michael. Or Michael Corleone says hello. <laughs> 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 Well, I think we did. I think we used every line of his dialogue in some other context. <laughs> oh, <know>. Exactly. <laughs> oh, we didn't do the whole, uh, oh, did you say saves the gambling for last? We did that one. No, right? we didn't do that Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's see uh, what else we got here. Okay. How else is the book different than the movie? Puzo writes, they all understood that now the whole empire would be in the West, that the Corleone family would liquidate mm. its power in New York. It's the story a- of America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slowly moving west. Go go west, young Don. Such Mm. action had been awaiting the retirement or death of the Don. And the last part of the book I wanted to highlight, Alex, is this last section that you referenced at the beginning of the minute. Puzo writes, It was nearly ten years since there had been such a celebration of people in this house. Nearly ten years since the wedding of Constanzia Corleone and Mm. Carlo Risi. So somebody, (laughs) so somebody said. Michael walked to the window. Wait, that, what does that mean? So somebody said. It, I don't know. It's like they really, were allegedly married ten years ago, or that was the last time it was this festive. I think the latter, hmm. or someone maybe mentioned that it was ten years ago. Yeah, it's very odd. Comma. So somebody said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that should just be omitted. <laughs> Congratulations on your so-called anniversary. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, I guess no one can officially say it because. Oh, maybe they were never officially married. Mm. Whoa, that would put a wrinkle on things. Well, plus the ink's not even drying her divorce. 
<laughs> yeah, that's oh, she'd been married before. That's yeah. why. Uh, <laughs> Michael walked to the window that looked out on the garden. That long time ago, he had sat in the garden with Kay, never dreaming that so curious a destiny was to be his. And his father, dying, had said, "Life is beautiful." <laughs> Michael could never remember his father ever having uttered a word about death, as if the Don respected death too much to philosophize about it. Mm, keep your death close. <laughs> keep your death close. And Buonasera, your breath closer. <laughs> well, that's all I got from the book, Alex. Um, I was just going to ask something about that, but I got thrown off by the idea that Buonasera has bad breath. Mm. Uh, you think he has death breath? <laughs> death breath is that anything i would think bonacera would have impeccable breath i think he would have mints handy and ready to go mm. i think he would be you know, he's he's always like but they'd be all old, old traditional sicilian mints that last for 20 seconds not like the not <laughs> like the new so chemical ju- ones that why are you so for- judgmental that sicilian mints you're so like oh sicilian mints <laughs> Alex, come on. Come on. Look me straight in the eye and tell me Sicilian mints last more Who, than a What country do you go to for your mints? <laughs> um, maybe Morocco. Morocco? Yeah. They they have a lot of mint, mint tea. Huh. And it's a cooling herb. I think yeah. I would go with uh, England. They're Altoids. Altoids are made in England. So that's, oh. that's what I would go with. Mm, okay. I want a British... Uh, you want British breath. British British breath. <laughs> okay. It'll smell like fish and chips. Yeah, okay. So, okay. <laughs> I have to say, maybe the strangest question I will have ever been asked in this life is what country would I go to for my mints? <laughs> Isn't there a city, Minsk? There is a city I, called Minsk. Oh, I was going to try to make a joke about yeah. that. Russia. Is it Russia? Uh, I think, uh, Minsk, um, I don't know. I'm thinking of health. That would have been a good comeback. Yeah. Of course I'd go to, yeah. Uh, I know like a Minsk. What other flavor you got? <laughs> I know like a Minsk. What other city I go to? Yeah. I was going to say you go to the Denver. Denver has a mint and Philadelphia oh. has a mint. <laughs> oh, nice. Should we rate this minute? Let's rate it. Yeah. We were, we were coming off of strings of fours and fives. Mm, yeah. I do like the look of the. I love the procession entering mm-hmm. the cemetery. It's very somber. It's a beautiful day. It's so Queens, though. It's so Queens, New York. You could see the highway in the background. Yeah, totally. Those, I remember growing up and driving through parts of the city and parts of Westchester, and every now and then you'd pass a, a cemetery, and mm-hmm. it just seems so out of place in, amongst all the apartment buildings and everything. Yeah. Just, it always struck me as odd. I guess they were probably started when it was a lot more spread out. Yeah, and then as time went on, the city encroached onto the, to the. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think I got mine. All right, I'm ready. Ready? Yeah. One, One two, two, three. All right. Did you stop at two? I stopped at two. Yeah, I get it. I mean, it's you know, it's yeah. a, it's a transition minute, it's a placeholder. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not that there's anything wrong with it, but just on the scale of things, it's it's like, you know, this is a, this is a catch your breath kind of minute. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you with the British breath again? <laughs> this is a catch your breath kind of mint. <laughs> <laughs> Movies by mint. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that'll wrap up minute one fifty three. Four. Four. I mm-hmm. I lost track of where we are. I think in Alex, well, I think one seventy seven is the last one. All right, everyone. Until next time. <laughs> 
You're spilling it. 